This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast with a host, food writer, and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, Anne Christensen, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. On this week's edition of This Bites, we're going to talk about some of our favorite cookbooks of the year since the year is about coming to a close. But we're going to kick it off with news about a spot that took over Soup Brothers. What are the details on that, Anne? Okay, well, there, you know, Soup Brothers closed, but there's a silver lining. Okay, silver lining is that this new place, Hen's Deli, just opened yesterday. And you're probably like, Hen's Deli, what is this? I've never heard of this. Well, it's a totally new concept. And it is from this couple that runs Clark Street Sausage Company, Lucas McDonald and Vivian Sotolongo. They have both worked in the industry for quite some time. He was the chef at View MKE. He's also worked at Benji's Deli. So in this restaurant is going to include kind of like deli items. And it's it looks like their hours are going to be in morning to kind of early afternoon. So it's kind of going to be a, a lunchtime focus. But they had their grand opening yesterday from nine to three, and they were offering some of their bagels. They have an egg sandwich. They're also doing sub sandwiches. They have a pork pastrami uh, sandwich with Swiss Horsey mayo and pickled onions. They, they're doing a torta special with lengua and a bagel levantine sandwich. It's a vegetarian bagel sandwich. And they also have coffee, sodas. This is the former Soup Brothers, as mentioned. And I'm curious to see what it looks like in, inside because do you remember what Soup Brothers look like? Yeah. It was I like mean, all that kind of funky retro stuff. vintage stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's stuff that Richard had in there. So it'll be interesting to see what this couple has decided to do with the interior. But I'm I'm happy something has taken over the space. Mm-hmm. I don't like to see empty storefronts. It was sad saying goodbye to Soup Brothers. Soup Brothers, yeah. Especially when winter kicks off. That's the place yes. Soup, Soup Brothers was a necessity for the cold weather months here in Milwaukee. But we're glad to see Hens Deli taking over this week. Coming up on this bites, we'll uh, continue our conversation with some of our favorite cookbooks of 2022. We'll be right back. Do you want to know the secret behind the programming you love? It's all funded by the Honor System. As a public radio station, we're based on a very simple model. We try to do something meaningful, connecting with you through music and stories. And then we count on those who appreciate what we do to show their support. Are you one of them? Show your support by visiting RadioMilwaukee.org and joining today. We're back on this bites, the wonderful, talented, amazing, and Christensen of Milwaukee magazine. I am DJ Tariq of Radio Milwaukee. As you know, the year is coming to an end. The holidays are just around the corner, literally around the corner. And we want to talk about some of our favorite cookbooks of the year. You know, that's kind of a thing we do here uh, annually here at Despites since we've been running, I feel like eight years now, eight years Despites going on. Hard to believe, Tariq. Yeah. So we're going to, I want you, we picked three cookbooks. So I want to let, you know, beauty before age go first. (laughs) You're so kind. 
Okay. So um, my three books now, first of all, I need to preface this by saying I have one of them. The other two, I would just really, really like they're on my, I've, I've paged through them in the bookstore and I've been like, Oh, I really want these books. So the first one is called snackable bakes and the subhead, this is per, kind of perfect. A hundred easy peasy recipes for exceptionally scrumptious sweets and treats. This is a book by Jessie Sheehan. She is just a very interesting baker that I follow on Instagram. She just is really like, she just has a lot of personality, I guess, that she brings to her baked goods and to her whole like way of like showing you how to bake. And what I love about this is that you can make these things like in one bowl in 20 minutes or less. You can assemble them. So, I mean, to me, that that just seems like perfect, especially when you're pressed for time. So she's got recipes like extra crumb snacking cake, mm. uh, strawberry sheet cake, and deeply chocolatey baked donuts with buttermilk glaze and sprinkles. I'm excited to pick up this book. My second book is probably one that you've heard of, Tariq. It's The Walk. Yes. By Kenji Lopez Alt of the Food Lab fame. I have his book, The Food Lab. Yeah, I'm big, I watch him on YouTube a lot. Like, yeah, he's lot great. He used him. to be yeah. with Serious Eats. And you know, what I think is interesting is that from what I could see of this book, it you know not only has like 200 recipes in it, he gets into how to stock your pantry kind of gets into knife skills if you need to kind of brush up on that, but really getting into the mechanics of how to do stir fry. I remember like when buying a wok was like the thing. Everybody was buying a wok. You know, I don't have a wok anymore, but I no. no. I got like I got two. I got I got well for season by me. I got a my new one. I got a carbon steel. Another one. I have a, a kind of a stainless steel one. I had a season. Well, I'm telling you, this book is making me want to invest in a wok. Yeah, I cook everything in it now. I fry, deep fry. It's so much easier to deep no, fry than a Dutch than a Dutch oven. You okay. actually lose less oil because how it's shaped when you're frying. And like, it's so universal. I mean, it's yeah. I, I've done so much. Not just what you expect to cook in a wok, but I've cooked so many other things that. I normally do in a cast iron yeah. or another. Yeah. See, that's what I think this book is going to be helpful for. Cause I think I used to have this idea in my head that, oh, a walk, all you do is a stir fry. Oh, that's the only yeah. thing you're going to do in a walk. Mm. But I think this is sort of broadening at least my mm. interpretation of how to use a walk. Yeah, so it's a, yeah, it's very universal. I mean, it's so utilitarian. It's amazing. Steam food, you can do so much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my third book, Tariq, is mm -hmm. called Savory Baking. It's by Erin Jean McDowell. And her most recent book was called The Book on Pie. What I and this is a cookbook that I actually have. And I what I love about this is that everything in it is savory. So we're talking, you know, pastries, breads, quiches, tarts, but all of them are savory. So Yes, there are some sweet recipes in it, but I love that the whole book focuses on savory things. Because I think when we think of pastries and we think of baking, we always think of desserts and sweet. And I think this one is, I haven't seen a cookbook that is so devoted to this idea of savory bakes. So 
I love it. I've already made these kind of spicy cheese crackers out of it that are really good, really rich. And I'm excited to bake more things. Nice. Cool. That was your three picks, right? Yep. So my picks, uh, we're going to start off with the Black Power Kitchen Ghetto Gastro by John Gray, Pierre Soraro, and Lester Walker. I was actually a gift from my partner. I uh, got this book right when it released. Um, it's a beautiful book, not only about recipes, but there's talk conversations about race and food and cultural identities within this cookbook. A lot of the ingredients, a lot of recipes are majority plant-based. But basically, it's a celebration of Black culture, the diaspora, but also talks about conversations about inclusion, race, access, how food and knowing how to cook provides freedom and power. So it's a really kind of unique take on cooking and thinking about cooking, especially from the perspective of, of looking at race uh, and culture. It's 75 recipes, amazing photography. They have a manifesto, so the Ghetto Gastro Manifesto. So they're the collective, and this is their first book. So it basically reframes the idea of the word ghetto, reclamation of all that is good in the Black community, centering food as a means of both nourishment and advancement. And it's, again, gorgeous book, 75 recipes. I give a couple of recipes that were shared on the internet. Uh, Maroon Shrooms is the name of it. So uh, Maroon basically pays homage to the OG freedom fighters, the Africans who escaped Spanish and British bondage in Jamaica, fleeing to remote areas of the island where they formed their own communities and invaded recapture were called Maroon. So it's, as you see, it's inspired by a lot of history and culture, these recipes. The other one is called Watermelon Granita. And the quote from the book, we're going out with the red, black, and green, the colors of the pan-African flag are symbolic of black liberation. So that reflects in this dish. So a lot of the, these dishes not only taste good, look good, but have a, a deeper meaning. Again, that book is called The Black Power Kitchen Ghetto Gastro by John Gray, Pierre Serraro, and Lester Walker. The next one, which came out late 2021, but actually the author was here for the Cultures Communities Festival that Milwaukee Film does earlier this year, Black Food by Bryant Terry. This book is just simply also epic, really beautiful books. Just gorgeous typography. It's just simply black with this amazing typography, but it really celebrates black food and all its diaspora. And there's essays in here. So like recipes from Mashama Bailey, who's a James Beard winning chef. Michael Twitty writes essays in here. Toni Morrison has an essay called Jollofine. It's kind of like take on jollof rice. Yeah. So it's a mixture of essays and imagery and poetry from amazing authors and writers, recipes from amazing black chefs throughout this amazing book. Again, it's a celebration of black culture and it's a, such a great book. Brian Terry is best known for like being really celebrating vegan food and vegan cooking. But this is the second book. So Black Food by Brian Terry. And finally, if you haven't seen Wakanda Forever, Marvel movie made it big. Black Panther became not just a movie, but a cultural movement. This movie not only celebrated black culture through Wakanda, but also introduced kind of the Mexican culture, indigenous Mayan culture into the movie as well. So this book, Black Panther official Wakanda cookbook, the celebration of, was inspired by the movie. So it features food from the diaspora of black America and Africa. Some amazing recipes is gorgeous. They even like tell the story like if you're a Wakandan. 
So there's like sweet potato granola recipes in here, village style curry chicken, dried fruits and rice, charred okuru, which is basically take on okra, mango, pineapple salad, chilled watermelon soup. Really a great book. If you're a big fan of that movie or you have family who love that movie, this is a great, also a great book to pick up as well. Black Panther Official Wakanda Cookbook is written by Yannika Banda and Jesse J. Holland. So those are my three picks for cookbooks, my favorite cookbooks of 2022. I love it. They sound amazing. Yeah. And they're beautiful. They like they make great coffee table books as well. Yeah. You know, and like Black Food has all these amazing essays. So you like, before you go to bed, read some of the essays and wake up in the morning, make some food. So cool. So those are some of our picks, Anne's picks and my picks. If you're looking for something, pick up the cookbook. I mean, even Mr. Holidays, you still can pick up these books whenever, but these are some of our favorites from 2022, the roundup, uh, the year. That wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is produced and edited by Curie Salinas with support and generosity from our membership. Please subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, NPR, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcasts, or just head to radiomilwaukee.org slash thisbites. As always, stay hungry. Keep the malort cold. Have a great holiday, Anne. You too.